more morning, anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, um, I don't know about you guys, but everywhere I went on the weekend, everybody wanted to know about Jack's little hamster. Little gem. Little gem. Um, again, on the Friday show, uh, we you kind of kept it all kind of inside, and then about 7.30 or so, you kind of let it all out. Yeah, this was hamster. never supposed to be on the radio. Yeah. But this little guy was just consuming my brain. Um, we thought that Jem had passed away the morning of... Jem is my daughter, Kennedy's hamster. He was only one year old. Kennedy is six, so they were BFFs. And in the morning, he just didn't look well at all. He was not good, so we just assumed he passed away. But we kept him in his cage, and we kept him warm just in case. Because I was like, you know what? He's not cold. He's... I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I think he's passed away. Basically told her, yeah, sorry, your hamster's dead, but in a nicer way. Right. And <laughs> it, was, it, it was very emotional. She was very upset. Sure. And so then I started thinking during the show, well, maybe not. And I started to do a little bit of Googling, and it turns out hamsters do hibernate. So then there was like a glimmer of hope, and I told Chris and Matt, and then they started like laughing that I was in denial. Mm. So, of course, we had to send Matt to the house. Right. Check it out. Yeah. So, Matt? I went to the house. And? I walked up the stairs. I opened the cage. Jim was straight up alive. Yes. A miracle. Like, I he poked came him, back. I poked him in the back, and then he, like, shimmered, like <laughs> did a little, little shuffle shuffle. Yeah. Then I, oh, I picked him up. He's stretching. Eyes closed. It was pretty obvious that Jim wasn't well. Right. Yeah. Like, he was still hurting. He's had better days. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> oh, every yeah. other day he's had was a better day. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, <laughs> and like I can I, laugh and not cry about it now. <laughs> okay, I grabbed him and he, he. I'm like, okay, you're alive. And like, I put him back. Yeah, put some shavings on him, just the like Jack Whisper. That's what yes. we call Matt. Yes. Um, wait till the end of the story. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> so we got back home. I explained to Kennedy kind of what was happening after I explained that her hamster was dead. So confusing. Now, I ex- luckily, she's learning about hibernation in school, so it really oh, okay. tied Perfect. in. Perfect. You did this. You just, it's a uh, Matt's a curriculum. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> but as Matt said, this was his worst day. He still is not doing good. But we were trying to coax him to, like, stay alive. We had Be a better. 5 o'clock vet appointment. Right. And we went to the vet, and she gave us the bad news that, yeah. yes, Jim is alive for now. Yeah. But it's not. It's not looking good. Right, right. And I, I explored all options. I even asked the vet if we could give him an IV because he was severely dehydrated. Right. And she just stared at me blank face and said, no. No, like, that's not happening. We, no, this is not going to work. Right. So it was a pretty emotional night at the vet. Um, they, we explored all of our options. The only option was really to yeah. put him down. Right. I don't know the nicer way to say that. I think that's it. I think that's put it. Sleep. So we decided, Kate, that's what we are going to do. Thank goodness for this vet. I thought it would be a good idea for all of us to be around when this happened. Yeah. It is not. She's like, do not do this with a six-year-old and a three-year-old. <laughs> How do they euthanize what a hamster? Well, they, they sedate him, and then yeah. they give him some more drugs. <laughs> Just a little Sweet. too much extra. And thank goodness for this vet, because it didn't cross my mind in my hysteria that maybe this might make kids, A, scared to go to sleep, or B, even more scared of needles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the whole scare. Mommy, I don't want to sleep. That is like, what happened to Jim might happen to me. I thought it was right. going to be this peaceful right. family moment. Right. It wouldn't have been. Right, it wouldn't <laughs> so, be. Okay. So, uh, this looked- isn't like the movies where you're over Nana, and then Nana yeah. slips away peacefully. Exactly. Oh. So right. long story short... We said our goodbyes to Jim, and as we were saying our goodbyes, I was like, hey, you know what? I don't think I hear a heartbeat. Vet checked it out. She's like, he just passed. So 
So he passed on his own. It's like he knew. In our arms. Yeah. And when I went to go sign the bill, I realized Jim really did me a solid <laughs> because instead of $300 that it was going to be to put this hamster down, it was yeah. only 100 There you go. So I was like, I, thank you, Jim. You know, my new side hustle might be putting down hamsters for less than $300. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be different. I cannot believe how expensive that was. He's a mouse trap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's quick. <laughs> right? Like, I just, like, move his little corpse. <laughs> Snap. Done. The three hundred dollars, but the All Sega. Right. Wow, but there's Thank more. You. There's more to the story. You got to say. You, I think you got to tell. You, Maybe we I, should hold it and then do it next break. Okay, there is there's, a little more to the story. More, there is more to the story. We'll get, I've been hiding some stuff on Instagram. <laughs> we'll, we're gonna get to the bottom of it on the okay. radio next. Chris, this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, the story of Jack's uh, a little hamster uh, named Jim, and if you see her Instagram pictures, this little hamster will. He was adorable. Thank you. He was adorable. He, was. he, he really was. I mean, he he, he absolutely was. He was and part so of the family. He was part of the family. So he uh, he passed on. He, he crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Yes. On Friday afternoon, and uh, okay, so that's obviously very sad for your you and your little ones. Oh uh, yeah, Friday night was just you know. <laughs> Very sad in the sweetie household. Kitty wanted hot dogs for dinner. No problem. No veggies needed. Nope. You could just have whatever. I want hot dogs. <laughs> joke. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Here you go. You can have whatever. Would you like you some want. ice cream with that? You want to watch some YouTube? Sure. <laughs> like you just will do anything you want. All right. And so Kenny woke up in the morning and she was actually in a pretty good mood. She was doing really well. And so we were at breakfast and she said, you know, mom, what would make me really happy today? So like I knew she was catching on already that I was in yes mode. She's ready to game the system. <laughs> oh, yeah. She said, remember when I said that I, you said that I couldn't get two hamsters because I already had Jem? I was like, yes. Well, I think we should go to the pet store today and we should get two new hamsters. Yeah. And like, how how do you say no? We've got the cages. They're set up. <laughs> so we are a rebound family. We now went to PetSmart and we have two new hamsters. There's Jim, you got to replace quickly, bud. <laughs> she did want to name one of them Jim and we convinced her not to. Jim too. Jim lives on. I but... think sincerely though, Jim would be like, okay, we, she just wants Kennedy to feel better so he understands. I feel like that too. And you know what? Those two girls, Kennedy and Lily, were on cloud nine all weekend with these new hamsters. Of course they were. They were so happy. And mom was happy too. Yeah. Thank goodness. No more tears. No more screaming. He was my best friend. Well, <laughs> like, I, I could not handle this. You could tell me $2 or you could tell me $200. What is a hamster? I have no idea. What would a hamster be worth? <laughs> 30 bucks? That's my guess. $17.95 each. Okay. I think it's pretty good. That's we were fully 300 bucks to put him down? I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's outrageous. This hamster cost me $17. $17.95. $17. That was the best 40 bucks I've ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. So yes, we. I I know it's a rebound. It's quite quick, but we're gonna care up for them. Like no, no, be. no. Yeah, no. I yeah. Just don't let Matt near him. Obviously. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, Matt. This all turned around when you came to my house. Which, by the way, you forgot to put the lid on the hamster cage. So it's really good that Jam wasn't moving that much. <laughs> I was so rattled. <laughs> I'm like, I find the hamster alive. All of a sudden, I'm the bearer of this news, knowing that 
Yeah. Jim ain't gonna be around long, no. even though he's alive. <laughs> like, oh, I hope I don't catch the flack for Jim being dead. No, but I, but I was so invested in Jim's life, and now I like, know, so know. many were we like the were. amount of messages. Thank you guys, and for the loss of a pet, there's a book called The Invisible Leash. Yeah. You will cry when you're reading it, but it's amazing. Invisible leash. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So we read that all weekend. <laughs> Until, of course, you got the new ones. And now we have the new ones. How, how long is a hamster supposed to live? They say about two years. So Jem made it halfway. <laughs> you know you might have to do this again. I know. Twice. I was thinking, like, <laughs> this, this, this cycle two years. has only just begun. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody texted, and it is an obvious great suggestion. If you can find, you know, find a more generic-looking one, because then you can find another generic one and just slide it in the cage. That is what, you know what, one of our new rebound hamsters is completely white, so there's a chance <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Rebound hamster. Might, might have to get some just kind of percolating in the other room where the kids can't see them. Just <laughs> yeah. back up, back up back hamsters. Up hamsters. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning, Kissin'. Hey, I got a story for you guys for hamsters. Yeah. Uh, years ago, my wife was involved with uh, pet therapy, and she would take her husky to the uh, story to see the kids and all that. Awesome. And the nurse had actually told one of the patients, one of the girls, that, hey, you better put your hamster away. Nike's coming. Oh, no. Oh, no. And uh, the girl actually had the hamster in one of those earth balls or whatever, where they run around. Yes. Yeah. So... Wife's in the elevator. She takes the leash off her husky because she, the dog, had control of whatever room he wanted to go to and spend enough time with each kid. Well, elevator door opens up, and all of a sudden, this earth ball with a hamster goes right past. <laughs> so right away, the husky sees it, jumps on it. Kids are screaming, and there goes the hamster down the dog's throat. <laughs> This so is some therapy. <laughs> you can take the dog. Girl, she was cursing and swearing pretty good. <laughs> that is something else. You just you can take the dog to all these situations yeah. where it's supposed to be a therapy dog, but then it's still a dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fair. I mean, what is it supposed to do, really? <laughs> just yeah, I can, that, yeah, you, that cost the wife eighty bucks because it was one of those fancy I mean, fancy hamsters. But like. Could you imagine the chaos yeah. in that wing when that yeah. happened? Nurses, doctors, kids. You know, what, you know what that was called? Meals on Wheels. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, I guess little Jem the hamster, if you're just tuning in again, uh, Jack's uh, little hamster did pass away on uh, Friday, but by Saturday, um, they had doubled their hamster population. <laughs> we got two we got two. Are you going to get four next time these two Absolutely go? not. No. <laughs> Are you going to be hamster breeding before you know it? <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Just so I never have to go through this pain right? again. Let's just breed my own. <laughs> you might be onto something. Save your $17. <laughs> yes. I was shocked to hear they were that affordable, to be honest. They really are. It's a great yeah. pet for a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much you think they were. I I th- I thought they would be like fifty. Maybe. But they can't no. get upwards in price for real. Well, we just again, Mike talked about the one fancy that- hamsters. How much yeah. a gerbil run these days? Hmm. I'm sure Less? around the same. I didn't actually check the gerbil prices. Oh, you went beelined it for the hamster <laughs> section. <laughs> we had blinders on. <laughs> you might have wanted to try a different breed, you know, different breed, but well. 
Well, now you tell me. <laughs> what you need is a parrot to last 100 years. I thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Never have to go through this again. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure your dog would love a parrot. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> the cactus just has no idea what's happening this weekend. Yeah. It's just like, what? What is going on? The galactic. Everybody's crying. What about me? <laughs> I know. Poor cactus. <laughs> All right. George, Can- uh, George Canyon. Gort Bamford. I get those two confused every once in a while. Understandable. But anyway, Gord Bamford's got a huge, powerful song you don't want to miss. It. And the story behind it coming up. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, and do it. There's Carrie Underwood kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. A conversation we had with Gord Bamford on Friday as he debuted a brand new song that, uh, you know what, just the song's so good, the interview was so good, we just wanted to uh, make sure you heard it in case you hadn't. And uh, uh, first question we asked is, uh, where'd you get the song from, Gordon? Oh, honestly, it was uh, sent to me by Buddy Owens, who I've obviously written a lot of songs with and recorded a lot of his songs. This is one I wish I'd have written, but uh, yeah, I, was, I actually brought tears to my eyes the first time I heard it, and, uh, and then... Kind of one of those. I text him like, "Hey, like, what, what are you doing with this? You just, I hope you're not going to play that for anybody else." And he said, "No, I thought it'd be good for you." I'm like, "Yeah, it's really good for me." And, you know, just a song that, you know, especially the time I heard it, you know, with what we all went through over the last couple of years was, right. was a real eye opener. Something that really, uh, really tugged at my heartstrings and made me, uh, made me wonder about a lot of things. I mean, the lyric, you know, we're all just one heartbeat from heaven. I mean, that's so powerful, that lyric, you know, it's just, it's, it's so true. And then obviously not to make fun of what you're talking about this morning, but even with the hamster for Pete's sakes, like yeah. you hear that and, and some little, and I got kids and I'm like, man, my little, my, we, yeah. we got animals. It's like, you know, it's, it could be anything really. Yeah. 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 For sure. No, it's it's extremely powerful. Uh, you know, it really resonated with, I played it to my wife last night, and we lost uh, her dad, uh, my father-in-law, yeah. um, a number of years ago to early onset Alzheimer's. He started to, you know, show signs of it in his early 60s, and we lost him in his early 70s. And it was just, it was this, the most tragic thing to watch. And uh, it really was. And, and there's a line in your song, basically, there's, you know, there's basically, there's there's worse than things than dying and, and watching him go through that mm-hmm. was was worse than watching him pass away actually when he passed away it was a relief yeah. uh, because and you know interestingly with that line like that was actually the title of the song worst things than dying and we changed the title to one heartbeat from heaven you know we just thought of yeah. maybe be a little more positive you know title but um yeah it's uh it is all that stuff you know guys and, it, and it's like it also for me it kind of reminds me that how good i have life and how good things are and and how you should enjoy every minute of it because you just never know, right? Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Well, you know what? I think we've done a heck of a job setting this thing up. I mean, we pretty much have given you the Kleenex alert. Yes, <laughs> it's, definitely. It's been, it's this been, is a good cry, though. It's been one of those mornings. It's an incredible song. You've got an incredible choir that uh, sing along with you. Tell us about them really quick before we play the song. Yeah, David Braxton, they're a famous uh, gospel choir out of, out of the States. And, um, you know, kind of a fluke that I got them to do it. I mean, actually, Helen Murphy, the CEO of a record label, knew them and just sent them the song out of off off of whim. Actually, at the Country Music Awards this year, we had the song done, and and he phoned her right away. We were in a restaurant in Joey's in Edmonton having lunch, and he phoned her back and was blown away by this song and and I guess my vocal performance and and I talked to him personally. He's like, 
you know, how can I be a part of this? I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, it's just one of those, the whole thing, like, and I, you guys know me, I've been around for a lot of years. I think this is the 11th record, but this song just, it just feels like it's meant to be, you know, and the, the way the whole thing went down. And yeah. I think it's, it's, it's a career song for anybody. And, and I mean, I've had a good career and continuing to have it, but it's one of those songs that you just don't get every day. And, and okay. I think uh, I'm excited for it. I, I hope everybody likes it. Let's do it right now. Uh, without further ado, uh, this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oilers, six wins in a row. They are on a roll. Uh, they really are. They've kind of uh, figured some things out. Uh, granted, uh, now they've couldn't get into a run of not playing some very good hockey teams. Yeah, finally. It feels like we had a real tough start to the season. They got to make hay while the sun shines, so to speak. And they were in Vancouver on the weekend. And they were talking, they called it, because it's Rogers Arena there, they were calling it Rogers Place because there were so many Oiler fans there. (laughs) And uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, formerly from Edmonton who now live in Vancouver. But yep. secondly, a lot of Vancouver fans, I think, have uh, jumped ship because it is an absolute mess there. I mean, and we had our decade of darkness. We've seen messes. We know what messes are like. We've uh, mm-hmm. been there, done that. But nothing like what's happening there. So Bruce Boudreau, who's their coach, and is just one of the most lovable guys on the planet. He's 68 years old. He's got his chubby cheeks. He's got the couple of hair sticking out. He almost looks like a cartoon character. A little bit. Yeah. How long has he been their coach for? A year, a year and a half. half. Yeah, oh, okay. But he's coached for many years. He's the second most successful coach in NHL history when it comes to winning percentage. Like he's, Jeez. he's where he goes, he, he gets results usually, and he's uh, known for being a filthy Bruce, because uh, remember when they did those uh, when he was coaching? In oh, the Hard Knocks! I I still remember like in the Washington. He's uh, he yeah. loves to swear. He loves to swear. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just kind of a, every man. He's your every man, right? And so he's just a real lovable guy. So he's coaching this team, and things aren't going very well for the team. And so when coaches at the NHL or coaches or, or most anybody gets fired, it's it's not something that you usually you, you kind of go, oh well, things aren't going well. He may get fired or whatever. But he's known for the last number of weeks that they were going to fire him. Somehow it got public that they were going to fire him and they were going to replace him with this guy named Rick Tockett, who's a former NHL player and blah, 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 blah. But it's just not so typical. So he's been coaching this team knowing that he's absolutely going to get fired at some point and they've already found his replacement and people don't think that's cool. Why didn't they just tell him? Why didn't they just fire him, right? right? That's what he said. Like, you know, or that's what everybody said. Like, you know, why would you you make a man go out and and and, and continue to coach? And he gets paid lots of money and all that kind of stuff. But he literally, so the crowd does this chant. We should have got the audio for it, but it's called Bruce, There It Is. And they chant, <laughs> and they chant, Bruce, There It Is. They chanted that last year when he was having all this success, and, and they're chanting it. And every time they chant it in the games, including the game they played against the Oilers, he starts to tear up, and he kind of holds his heart. <laughs> He's like, like, and the fans just love him, and they hate their. Here we team. go. Here we go. Here I oh, go. You got it. Okay. And we expect a bit of that tonight and tomorrow. There's a lot of sympathy for the beleaguered Canucks head coach. There's a lot of sympathy for him. This never happens. Usually, if you're losing, you hate your coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's what I've seen. Well, pro- <laughs> I mean, this this happened well before the Bruce Boudreaux saga. Like the yeah. the guy who owns the team is yeah. in hot water. His yeah. children are ripping him apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Oh, and then all You'd of a sudden, love this drama. If I you were do. there, you would love it. Yeah. Suddenly, I'm into hockey. And then there's you know, I will never be in upper management. I will never be in middle management. <laughs> right. But there are ways to do things. There are ways not to do things. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, here's an idea. Yeah. Don't tell everybody you're going to fire your coach. 
Yeah. And then sit on it for two weeks and let the guy just <laughs> flap in the wind. Right? Like I it, mean, I'm kind of proud of him for still going out there. Well, well yeah. It, he still kind of did his thing. He's got to, you know. and the high road, right? Yes. And uh, he, Obviously, he's going to land another gig. Like, like oh, the, sure. the good vibes are on Bruce Boudreaux right now. Yeah. He'll find another gig and he'll be smiling and happy. And, yeah, exactly. And then just, I love seeing Vancouver suck. Yeah. And just like this... <laughs> Black hole sucking in all the joy of the Vancouverite fans. <laughs> Just like not a single ray of happiness escapes that city right now when it comes to hockey. It's sad. It's a sad thing. So, and like their best player, he's probably not going to resign. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. So our question this morning is, you know, those times that you've known um, that uh, you are definitely on your way out. Like, you know, did did, did they tell you, like, you know what, in two weeks you're going to be canned, but you got to work for two weeks kind of a thing? Like, normally they, they give you two weeks' pay and they just tell you you're gone today. Right. But what's it like to have to work um, when you know... Finish those two weeks out. Yeah. Oh, some of those times. <laughs> they're like, do you mind doing this? Sure, mind. <laughs> you're like, you just, I, do. I walked into a... Uh, boss's office ready to quit yeah i'm like all right i think i'm gonna put in my two weeks right. he said don't do that we're gonna lay you off okay <laughs> in, in two weeks okay and that was just those two weeks i sat back kicked my feet up okay <laughs> so kind of like now <laughs> yeah. hey. was that this job no <laughs> this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast it's the Monday edition of Quick Draw. We've got Brad and Shalane on the line. Hey, Brad, how was your weekend? Uh, full of sports, full of hockey. Oh, what kind of what kind of hockey? You play? No, my kids play. Oh, your U11, kids. U11, U9. Oh, awesome. Uh, minor hockey week wound up, didn't it? Right. I think. Okay. Are you a Vancouver Canuck fan? <laughs> oh, no. Good. <laughs> how about you, Shalane? How was your weekend? It was great. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, you guys know how to play the game. Up for grabs today, the uh, RV Expo is coming to town, and we've got tickets for you to win to that amazing event where, uh, yeah, you can uh, just, uh, uh, you know what? Trade shows are so awesome. Yes, Jack, two, uh, two tickets. Okay. So basically, blurt out your answers as soon as uh, they come to your mind, and let's find out who's our winner, who's the fastest this morning. Are you guys ready to go? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Things that make you sneeze that start with the letter A. There. Yes, Shalane. Wow. <laughs> Just ask Matt. <laughs> I'm sitting here all peaceful like I get ripped off. <laughs> all right. Question number two. Something that has wheels. It starts with the letter L. Limousine. Wait, uh, L. Yeah, Let's limousine. That one. Yeah, okay. This, this, these guys are both quick on a Monday morning. Okay. Question number three. Words associated with exercise that start with the letter W. Wheel? I heard wheels. But what did Brad say? Weightlifting. Okay, wheels came in just before weightlifting, and uh, sorry, Brad. All right. Okay, let's see. Uh, we got one more. You got a blocker here, Brad. Here we go. An item you find in your bedside table that starts with the letter R. Ring. Yeah. Sure. Shalane, you got this. Brad agreed. Even with her. Brad said. <laughs> all right, Shalane. Congratulations, Brad. You play again uh, tomorrow. All right, buddy. Thank you. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Because I was telling the story around the table last night to uh, my son and uh, Leslie. My son and Leslie? Uh, well, I call her, Hel- I call her Helen, right? I know. I, but anyway, the girlfriend. And uh, she said, 
please tell Jack not to put those two hamsters together because when I was a little kid, we had two hamsters together and the one ate the other one's head off. And so... <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about kid trauma? Yeah. That might do. You want to talk like, about worse days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, pass the chili. Um, <laughs> Thank you for the warning. I did get an emergency text from Chris that was like, don't put those hamsters in the same cage. <laughs> we do not need that for our Monday show. No. But, but they're, they've been in the do. same litter. You can put them in the same cage correct? Yes. Uh, well, actually, I don't know. It depends on the type of hamsters. Russian hamsters, yes. Syrian hamsters, no. Okay. I know. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to know why. Why are hamsters from the two spiciest places on Earth? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I'm so confused because in the pet store, they're all together and they're all getting along, but they said they reach a certain age and then they start fighting. Yeah. So. That sounds like adults <laughs> yes exactly so we do have two separate cages we have um i was almost going to call him gem we did mm-hmm. kennedy did want to call one of the hamsters gem and we put a kibosh on that so we have shimmer and we have snowy okay our rebound hamsters there you go how quickly have you rebounded when it comes to animals and losing them Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. you can also text us at 103939 we we lost our longtime dog uh mickey yes he was a wonderful dog. Yeah. He went. And then soon after, my mom was dealing with the loss of my father. Yeah. Her knee replacement mm-hmm. didn't go exactly as planned. And she's like, I'm getting a dog. And I thought to myself, this is a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, she's like, I've already bought the puppy. I'm like, oh, oh, no. Rebound dog. <laughs> Rebounded hard. Yeah. I thought for, there was a period of time I thought, like, this dog's going to end up being my dog. Yeah. Very shortly. Yeah. But he's lasted the test of time. Yeah. And Murphy, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> he does have a tendency to not be potty trained. Yeah. But he's so little, his turds don't take much to pick up inside the house. What a relief. He's just like a rabbit. Well, when our Lacey passed away, I just, you know, it, I... She was irreplaceable in my mind, anyway, right. and in our minds, and so we were just never going to replace her. And then uh, Chloe fell into her laps, and you you <laughs> opened your lap up for Chloe. Though. I love. How Chloe. long was it between Lacey and Chloe? Uh, Lacey passed away in November, and we got Chloe on Carter's birthday, April seventh. So okay, that's a couple months. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was by then. It was. It was. But you had her cook it up. You had this dog on the way for a while. For a couple of months. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But it was offered to me. I didn't go out looking. Yeah, but you said yes. Yes. Yes, I did. And uh, I'm glad we did. Most days. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hi, Kissin'. Hi. I'm just curious, Jack. I had to go to an appointment and I missed to find out how's your hamster. I know... He went in there, uh, Matt went in there, and then I had to go to my appointment, so I didn't find out. Oh, thanks for calling in. I have some good and bad news. Matt was right. He was alive at the moment, but when we took him to the vet at five, he just was too dehydrated, and they just said it. he wasn't going to live very long, and, and he didn't. He ended up passing away at the vet. Oh, my. I'm sorry to hear that, but... I was like, you guys had me so wrapped up in it. And then all of a sudden, I had to go to my appointment. I was like, oh, my God, that's we all we can about this happened. I'm sorry. 
Oh, and how is your daughter? You know what? They're doing okay. Friday was definitely a sad night, but it's okay now. And we ended up getting two rebound hamsters. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we are moving on. <laughs> okay, have a good day, guys. Hey, and you're not the only one that's asking this question. No. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, you guys, I was so wrapped up. I was laughing. I was crying. I was crying. <laughs> We had, I had just lost, yeah, go ahead. Lost, lost my dog, and then and we were all crushed. And then you, you lost your family after, and then everything happened so much. You guys were so hilarious. It was big, and then I had to go to my apartment. I was like, oh, my God, I can't find out about the hamster. We, we had somebody just a few minutes ago text and say they actually had to pull over on the side of the road. They were laughing so hard. It was one of those weird, like it was such a weird, a mixed emotion it was, thing, right? Yeah. It was. We were all exactly. laughing and crying. Exactly. <laughs> you guys kind of had it both ways, and, and, and it was. It was not, but it was so, you guys, like yeah. you made my Friday. But then all weekend, I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to find about this house? <laughs> well, thank you for thinking of us. Oh, uh, all weekend, I'm thinking of you, girls. But, uh, well, I'm glad you got the rebound one. Oh, they're doing great. <laughs> they're so happy. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Chris, Jack, and Matt. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong. S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country 103.9.